now let's get back to uh, what we were talking about the external narratives like mm-hmm. i uh, talked uh, took up a very uh, a critical topic like marriage and now let's go to another critical topic like in india which is a very hot topic always because of the fights and everything which happens uh, in circulating it that is religion yeah. i think uh, yeah because india particularly has so many religions like all hindus all muslims all christians uh well, then, yeah and then every, there's what subsects of each one of those right yeah yeah there are subsets for each each and every religion so uh, it's a it it like in the last decade i can say uh, it has become even more tense due to the political situation and this merging together and all that unrest happening so um uh, what's what's your opinion about religion like i asked you last day um that do you believe in god first yeah this was good i'm glad you remember this cuz i totally forgot um so <clears throat> i am someone that grew up uh in a christian religion and again the religion itself was very heavily manipulated uh everyone was operating out of fear and scarcity mindsets rather than abundance mindsets and uh just wasn't good did not have a good experience growing up as a kid with religion um and then pair that with i go over to afghanistan and then you have people you know dying for allah and things like that so again a very negative experience with religion so with that said i used to just completely dismiss religion altogether but again like you just said it's not fair you cannot cancel people like that that is not fair to do to people and so rather than focusing on the negative side of religion which again what you focus on expands focus on the positive side of religion. Religion has helped many people become much better human beings, okay? And so while I myself am not religion, do not subscribe to any one religion, I am I am someone that subscribes to energy, vibrations, um and spirituality. Absolutely. I propagate the same idea because I really don't like in my religion particularly, I am a Hindu. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have I think millions and millions of gods and goddesses to be honest. Oh, that's right. I remember okay, you telling so, me about this. It's hard to keep tabs with you guys, huh? <laughs> yeah, there is there is one puja, like one worshiping session of each and every god every day. So, you you can't really keep a count of everybody and you can't really believe the fact that there are so many gods and goddesses. Okay, it's hard to believe. Mm-hmm. So, we have to I think go uh, by the thought that there is one force definitely all these everything the world couldn't have happened uh, by nothing okay there has to be one force which is guiding everything so that is the idea i also believe in um, there has to be something like both the positive and the negative yeah uh, but yeah but there can't be like the physical gods and goddesses which we uh, really pray for or worship every day or something like that i think religion exists for one of two reasons one is someone who's okay. good someone who's benevolent someone who wants to understand things but hasn't been able to fully comprehend or explain things therefore leads down the path of religion so i cannot explain this geographical event happening i cannot explain why this volcano is exploding i cannot explain how i just saw someone quote unquote walk on water okay There probably is some form of an explanation there. However, obviously we cannot explain everything in the world. But you look at someone born in the 1200s and the limited level of science and knowledge that they had, 
they need to explain that some way in their world. Otherwise, they can't rationalize it and they're scared of it. So what do they do? They create religion, okay? I think on the other side of the spectrum, though, people have used people, whether they want to believe it or not, you know, have used religion to weaponize things, organize things, uh, create fear, scarcity, and hate in order to continue whatever rampage that they're on regarding the sociopathic control that they want to have in the world or things like that. So I th again, duality exists in everything. So that's how I think uh, religion has been generated uh, historically based on my opinions and how I perceive the world. Well, okay, so you took up a very important point that it has been created for some other reason and maybe with time it has been misused by some people. I think a majority of people at this point, I will say, like it can be very controversial, but I will believe that it's a majority of people using that uh, for their own purposes, to solve their own purposes. Yeah. So, yeah, that is the issue with religion. I think because if you are believing in someone, if you're believing in some force, that's fine. If you And if you really believe that there are so many gods and goddesses, that's also fine. But you can't compel others to believe that. Yes, okay. correct. So, yeah, that is it. Like, uh, like uh, our first topic of discussion was marriage. Okay. And uh, the second is religion. If I just combine them a bit, uh, what's your opinion? Like, uh, have you seen uh, people getting married, uh, married from two different religions, people around you or? Um, I personally haven't. Uh, I don't have a lot of people within my rings of networks that <clears throat> are married just because, again, what you focus on expands. I don't want to be married. I want to be around other people who are high performers who are working to create the life they want to live, uh, who are living their truest and highest self, which maybe necessarily isn't marriage or, or maybe there's a different sexual preference there or whatever. Like I, people that love themselves that much and are living their highest and best life are people I want to surround myself with because it's going to reinforce help help and help me live my highest and best life. Now, with that said, do I have a few friends that have gotten married? Yes. Um, I have a couple who aren't religious, uh, and then I know I do know two other couples that are religious. But I do not personally know anyone within my rings that has been become married and have separate or different, completely different religions for each one. In your life, as you mentioned about your problems, whatever has happened, and I think everyone has faced one of the other problems in their life. Absolutely. So, how have external negative external narratives guided you? in your life yeah um before i can answer that question with the highest level of value for anyone listening we need to refine where we're talking about this external narrative are we talking about an external narrative for me financially are we talking about an external narrative for me spiritually uh personally relationally uh because each separate areas of life required me and certain things I had to go through and certain perceptions I had to shift, uh, completely different tactics for each one. So which one would you be most interested in diving into? Spiritual, financial, emotional, relational? Okay, let's let's hear the financial part only. I think people will be more interested. Okay, cool. Yeah, so financially, just so people have a background and a frame of reference, uh, I grew up in a household where money was not talked about. Okay. My father uh, very much subscribes to the mentality of if you got it, spend it. Tomorrow isn't guaranteed. Okay. I respect portions of that philosophy. 
okay? But not all of it, okay? Because if you're spending everything today, you're robbing your future self of security and letting them be able to do what they really want to do, okay? So my mother, on the other side of the equation, massive penny pitcher, massive penny pincher, super paranoid about money all the time and didn't take enough risk from an investment perspective throughout her entire investment horizon. And because of that, you know, lifestyle adjustments are coming up for her uh, just because, you know, she bought into an external narrative. She thought this is the right thing to do. This is what you're supposed to do as you retire and this, that, and the other. And, um, you know, kind of has had this epiphany that like I need to figure out a way to do some more stuff. So I'm trying to figure out and, and help assess uh, her situation and bring in some more cash flow for her. <clears throat> but as a kid, again, these things were not talked about. And, you know, there, there were arguments that happened and you move into adulthood. And in, in, in America at the time, you were not educated on personal finance, on budgeting in school at all. It was not part of the curriculum. And then you move into college or, you know, I went into the Marine Corps, got my first paying job and I was just like, well, this is fucking awesome. All right, look, my first paycheck, I'm gonna go spend it all, you know, and then would blow it all. And then I would do it again the next week and the next week. And then, oh man, I can get credit cards. Okay, now I can even spend more money. So I blow my paycheck and now I'm in credit card debt, you know, <clears throat> and I, I had this epiphany in, Afghanistan. Uh, we served in 2011. We were the last part of the winter offensive in collaboration with NATO forces out there. And we ended up losing one of our guys in a bomb dog. Okay. I was 21 at the time. And man, perspective that that gave me was, I was already getting tons of perspective just by being out there and seeing how people live. But, um, that perspective just was absolutely life-changing. And I was like, wow, I am not guaranteed tomorrow. I need to start applying myself to something in life. And so I just started picking up books. I had one more year left in the Marine Corps. And I started picking up books, picked up journalism books, picked up photography books, picked up finance book, picked up uh, all kinds of books, science books. And I picked up this little book. It's called The Little Book on Big Dividends, The Easiest Read. And again, remember, I am coming from a financial base of zero right now at the age of 21. Okay. It was like a 120 page book, super easy read. And you just saw this, these little amounts of money compounding over 10, 15, 20 years. And you're just, and that clicked real hard in my head. And I was like, if I can just, even if I don't know what I want to do in life yet. Okay. If I can just start setting aside some money and investing it and letting this stuff compound, I'll be further ahead of so many people at a younger age. So I'll be able to go do the things I want to do. There was no intention anywhere at any point in time. It was just right place, right time. I stumbled in some right things. Some certain events happened to me and everything lined up. So as you're walking through life and you're listening to me and, and like, oh man, like this guy retired at an early age and this, that, and the other, I stumbled into retiring at an early age just because I picked up a concept at a young age and I got lucky with the timing and place of it. And so don't put so much pressure on your life and don't compare it to mine. And don't compare it to Brata's. It's you versus you in this world and identify your wealthiest life and then move from there. Exactly. That is very important. Like you can't, there is no particular pathway to success. 
okay, a pathway to a healthy right. and wealthy life, as you mentioned. There's a there's so a quote. There's a yoga. sorry, I keep cutting you off, but I just you're giving me so much good yeah. things to talk about. There's another quote that I love, and I forgot to I forgot who said it, but there's more than one path on the way to climb a mountain. Like you have to find your way. Like people can guide you, definitely. Uh, you can get inspired by people, but you can't copy their lifestyle or you can't copy their way to the top or yeah. wherever they are. The world doesn't need another Brata. The world doesn't need another Zach. The yeah. world, the world needs a you. So go be you. Now you know this sounds so motivating. Uh, I will ask you a very simple question. Like you have a clarity about uh, what you want in life or. You have a clarity of a healthy life, a well-being life, a happy life. So, uh, are you happy? Like, are you satisfied with what you have done over the last thirty-one or thirty-two years? Um, historically, traditionally, uh, reaching into my late twenties, was I happy? No, I was actually a very miserable person. Um, again, operated out of fear, operated out of hate, operated out of scarcity, operated out of paranoia, because again, that's the environment I grew up as a kid. And then I compounded that problem on top of the military, uh, the Marine Corps. And so, um, majority of my earlier life, I was not happy with it all. Looking back on it, I am a completely different person. You wouldn't even recognize me. Uh, I used to be a very violent human being. Um, but now I'm a very peaceful creature. Don't get me wrong. Like you want to fucking poke me. I will stand up and spread my wings. Believe me. Uh, I have that capacity and ability, but I don't, that's not always turned on automatically for me now. Uh, I like to be an understanding person. I like to be an empathetic person. I like to be someone that tries to pour time, energy, and effort into other people who want to reciprocate that to me. Um, but very recently, yes. I have reached very high levels of contentment, very high levels of empathy, very high levels of happiness. And that doesn't all just come from money. Okay. It's very much a slice of the pie, but it is not the entire pie. And I think this is a good enough time as any to segue into kind of what I talked about at the beginning of the episode. If you go look up at the, the definition of wealth on Google, okay, it, it, it is an abundance of resources, dot, 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 or money. Okay. I don't know how, where, why, or when money got added to that definition, but I think it should be stricken from the records as fast as possible. And I am on an absolute crusade to get people to redefine and, uh, the definition of wealth. And what I think the definition of wealth is, or should be, is an abundance of resources, both seen and unseen. Is love a resource? Is contentment a resource? Is happiness a resource? Is anxiety a resource? That's a bad resource you could be taking on because you're living by an external narrative that's making you anxious or angry or mad. That's a resource I don't want. Just like there's product waste in the world. No one wants the product waste. I don't want the product waste uh, of creating this product, okay? So we need to figure out how to dispose of it properly. I don't want the product waste of anxiety, okay? Uh, I think this was very much a fresh perspective for uh, everyone listening here because I, I don't think anyone listening to my podcast has heard something like this before. So uh, Good. I love that. Always always provide new perspectives for people so that way they can leverage the the new perspectives and, and, and help them help enrich their lives. 
exactly i think this is how it should function like you will learn from some people people will learn from you and yep. uh, this is how it should go always so uh, that is definition of wealth and uh, like i will say like when you talk about one particular form of resource that is money uh, as you mentioned money is not the only driving factor to happiness yep uh, i like i'm i'm still very young i believe uh, to say about uh, all these things a lot but what i feel like is that money is definitely a necessity okay to stay happy but it can't be the only necessity you it, can't definitely be I, yeah. I i agree i'm glad you brought that point up cuz it just i you know to drive home another point yes that's why it's imp- that's why i do what i do on my podcast financial freedom financial independence making sure your financial house built out because of the capitalistic system we operate in is an absolute must I believe in order to achieve your wealthiest life because you need money to buy food, you need money to go do the things you want to do and travel and stuff like that. That that's all stuff that helps attain thing levels of happiness and things that you want to be doing in life. However, I'll tack on to it. Yes, it's important and I think it's a necessity, but above and beyond a certain point, you're just chasing an imaginary dragon. That you will never catch if you're just redlining on the idea of more money, more money, consume, 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 more money, consume more, bigger house, faster car, bigger house, faster car, expensive clothes, expensive clothes, expensive, like that is not a wealthy life. You are just a brainwashed hamster on a hamster wheel getting absolutely nowhere. And, you know, am I continuing to grow my net worth and, and, you know, be able to do more things with it? Absolutely. But I can tell you assuredly right now, there are people worth $500 million dollars that will never get a taste of how happy and content I am in life with so much less money than them. As I mentioned to you that you have the definition, you have the clarity of happiness in front of you, uh, which very few people have. So if they don't know what is happiness, if they don't know the definition of a proper life for them, they can't be happy. They will just chase money and they will just get into an unending cycle. Like as you mentioned, that expensive clothes, expensive uh, house, expensive car and all this, it will just continue. Okay, so you you can't definitely deny the necessity. You need a house, need a, yep. a pair of clothes, need some good food. Okay, at least if not good food, at least you need every at least some so, type of food. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, you can't deny that. But again, with that comes the greed. I think uh, the more we have, the more we have the greed for more. Okay, so the greed is a very killing thing, and. Uh, that is i think we all should get rid of and uh, yep. we should like okay fine if you aim for more it's all right but you should have a clarity uh, like what you want in life yep. what is life according to you? uh that is the clarity which everyone should have i think that will be the ending point to many problems which we all face in life to be honest yeah so, i agree i would agree with everything yeah. you're stating and uh Greed is a very destructive force in our world. And, you know, I don't have all the answers in the world, <clears throat> but I definitely know the path we're on probably isn't sustainable. Um, just with the gross levels of, again, greed. And, you know, I don't care at what cost. We need another dollar. We need more revenue at this company. I don't care how you sell it to someone. I don't care if it's fraudulent. I don't care if it's, we just need another dollar. Like that's, that's the path we're on right now. And, you know, you can only bend something so far until it snaps. And so I don't know when that's going to be. 
hopefully there's a uh, collective shift from younger generations to demand more for ourselves and to respect the world more. Future generations should know what they want. That is very important. Yeah. They just should not participate in that rat race, uh, which is going on like one after the other. Uh, okay, he's doing that. So I should also do that. No, it should not work like that. Right. Uh, you can definitely seek inspiration from everybody. That's fine. Absolutely. You should seek inspiration. But again, two things. You should not try to blatantly copy them. Yep. And secondly, you should not be jealous of them. Like, let them leave and you also live your best life. That is how you should go. I think we've covered a lot and I think we've given a lot of very good different pieces of perspective to people. Um, but yes, I was about to say, you know, I, I, I've really respected and appreciated our time together today. I'm glad we were able to coordinate this. Uh, I think you've done a good job, Brata, as a interviewer. Uh, keep keep doing the things you're doing in India. We'll obviously be in touch in the future, but um, my time is committed to tinkering around with a few other things today. So I do have to get going, but um you know, if anyone wants to get a hold of me and whether you need help financially or you just want to have a conversation about shifting your philosophy or, or the psychology or rewiring of, you know, what happiness is to you or reverse engineering your financial goals, whatever you need. Okay. I, I am a resource. You, the universe brought you to this episode for some reason. Okay. Reach out to me. I'm not going to treat you like a stranger. I'm going to treat you like family.